0: Welcome to Face Reality. My name is Urban Hill and I will be your host this evening. And I want to say welcome listeners you are tuning in and I hope you've had a uh, a prosperous, healthy day today. Your kids, your husband, your wives, uh, the people that you work with, your next-door neighbors, I hope you all are healthy and in good shape and sound mind that you all are uh, made at home and safe and uh, meditating on the Word of God, having some Bible study with the kids before going to bed. And uh, today's topic I want to uh, talk about uh, is uh, when demands are greater than resources. And that happens, but just before I dive into that, I wanna to say to uh, listeners, brothers sisters in Christ, there's only one God, one church, and one baptism. So without further ado, uh, let's dive in. Let's talk about when demands and are greater than resources. Have you ever been in a situation where demands of life seem to overwhelm the resources available to you? I'm quite sure a lot of us have, and uh, it's pretty tough getting the resources when demands are greater than the resources. So I'm quite sure uh, most of us have, and if you had to go through that, listeners, brothers of Christ, I would love to hear from you. Uh, be sure to just do that at the end of this, uh, when you, you can do a uh, reply, or you can leave me a voice message, and I will get it and reply back to you. Uh, I like to have that conversation because a lot of us uh, don't have the resources when demands are greater. Perhaps it seemed as if your physical or mental or spiritual strength was depleted and you wondered how you were going to make it. Many face the same crisis in today's society. Mothers abandon newborn babies because the demands of raising the child are greater than the resources they have to meet them. Young people smoking crack or marijuana to escape the reality that life's demands are greater than the resources they have to meet them. That is so true. So true. To where you see what I just said about smoking. Young people smoking crack, trying to find a way to uh, overcome it or to replace uh, what's going on their life by doing that—crack, marijuana—trying to, you know, uh, escape reality. But you can't escape reality; it's there. And so those those uh, demands are really great, and you don't have the. Uh, uh, connections or don't know the right people that can give you the right resources to help you with your situation let's talk about jesus for a moment jesus disciples experienced such a time as well when jesus called on them to find food for five thousand people they told him jesus that's a nice thought but all we have are five loaves and a bread and a two fish to feed 5,000 people. What the disciples failed to realize was that their analysis was correct, but their solution were off base. The demand of the situation exceeds their resources, but the solution was not to send people away hungry. The disciples made a critical mistake by focusing on their ability to feed the 5,000, not God's. They started rationalizing instead of praying. They started doubting instead of looking to Jesus to come up with a solution. Listeners, let me ask you a question, brothers and sisters in Christ: Have you ever been in some type of similar situation like that, where uh, you wasn't, you didn't think about God, you didn't think about Jesus, you just basically just decided to make that choice yourself, and and. you didn't know how you were going to do it. You you didn't ask the higher power. You didn't ask the Father. You didn't ask the, you didn't ask Jesus to help you. And I'm quite sure we all have been in that situation one time or another, and and probably going to go through more if we don't change our mindset and focus on God. When we have Jesus among us, no one has to go away empty-handed. When we have Jesus in our lives, the word tells us that God will supply all our needs according to his riches. With Jesus in our lives, we would never want because God will open doors we cannot see. The word tells us that if we lack anything, we should petition God who gives graciously. We should not doubt that God is going to supply the need because he will not withhold any good things from those who walk uprightly. Psalms 84 and 11. Instead, we need to do as Paul encourages. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made unto God Galatians 4 and 6, take your needs to God, and as you leave them at the altar, walk away thanking him for supplying your needs. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. So many of us are going to go through that, but there's a solution, and those that have walked that walk, You're able to teach your kids exactly what to do from your mistakes, mistakes I've made. Uh, Let's be, you know, face reality that only God can pull us out of these situations that we're in. If we we look up to him, if we look at the teachings that Christ taught the disciples, and we follow what Christ taught, not, not deviate away from those things that he taught them, because all those things were very important. I'm not talking about uh, seminary school or philosophy or uh, theology, uh, theory and all these things right here. God is not a theory, he's not philosophy. All these things man has thrown in there to to try to create some type of way of saying there's a better way than what God is doing. God's words is plain and simple before our eyes. But we, in order to get to understand the revelation of those words, we need to go deep, deep, deep dive into a self of ourselves, and we need to repent of all things that we have done, and we have to basically take a look at Acts two and thirty-eight, and that's where it all is all going to begin and change for us. And many of us have not uh, did that yet, and we we should be baptized the right way, not the wrong way, the right way. And many of us have been baptized the wrong way, but just have not uh, been taught that we were baptized wrong. But we can change that. We can change that, and that's an easy fix if you want to change that. So. If you remember what Peter had said in Acts 2.38, and many of us uh, have walked away from God, and we need to come back so we don't suffer. That's come back. Because at one point in time, I walked away. And you may not have walked away Physically, you walked away. Mentally, and uh, either way, you walked away, and deserve something else more important: your job, your husband, your wife, your kids, can all be made of God. Your car, your house, your money—all those things become before Him and become your God. This is why repentance is so important and being baptized. Let's take a look at what Peter said in Acts 2.38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises unto you and to your children and to all that are far off even as many as the Lord our God should call. Wow. Now wouldn't that be great to give up all the things that we've been doing wrong all the things that we've been doing wrong to get back with god and stay with god and receive the holy spirit and the gifts that's going to come along with it your choice my choice we have to make a choice who we want to be with choose whom this day you serve and ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, I want to thank you for your time, for listening. I would appreciate if you will hit the follow link, leave a voice message or a reply, and uh, I would like to hear what you guys went through and how did you come out of it, and maybe your reply will help someone else to come out of it and do the right thing. This has been my time. God bless you. Have a great evening.